Hello, this is Rev. Dr. Trinity. Thank you for dropping into my blog and podcast, Our Cosmic Political Landscape, on the politics of the time. My inner spirit healing talks are offered to teach you the metaphysical truths and skills to know your purpose, follow your path, manifest a great, wonderful life, and make a big difference in the world. Besides all the political upheavals this year, 2018 has had its fill of natural disasters throughout the world. Whether it was a forest fire, tsunami, earthquake, volcano, typhoon, or hurricane, it destroyed everything in its path. When people experience such challenges, they often turn to God, an outside force greater than themselves who is responsible for their life or death. For others who do not believe in an outside force, they turn to people as the resource for life or death choices. Yet both options are filled with a profound doubt and fear. Does God exist? And if so, why does he give us such suffering? But if humanity makes its own suffering, are we doomed because humanity is also inhuman to ourselves and our planet? This is what I will address. Fires, floods, and earthquakes What does it really mean when tragedy visits? But first, we begin with grounding ourselves. So, close your eyes and take a deep breath. And now, in your mind's eye, take a big breath of Mother Earth energy up through your feet and gather your body stress. And with your out breath, send all that stress down and out, back down to Mother Earth. Send it through your grounding cord at the base of your spine between your legs. So, let's do that. Breathe it. Up, earth energy, gather your stress, and send it down through your grounding cord between your legs. Let's do that again. In and out. In and out. And now, from the top of your head, breathe in cosmic energy down from the universe into your body and where it mixes with earth energy in in the base of your spine. So take a big breath. Bring that in. And then with the mixture, it comes back up out the top of your head like a fountain. Let's do that again. Cosmic energy in, mixes with earth energy, and comes out the top of your head. Now, breathe in earth energy and cosmic energy simultaneously, easily, and effortlessly without thinking. There we go. This is how and why we are simultaneously connected both to the earth below and the cosmos above and experience ourselves as individual beings and yet part of something greater than ourselves, something universal. Now, open your eyes. As you know, every month there is a new moon and full moon and every two weeks we have the opportunity to ride these powerful cosmic energies to flow with the forces that move our world, universe, galaxy, and multi-galaxies in all dimensions in a never-ending process of life. By going with the flow of the new and full moons, you can make choices that complement these movements instead of being unaware of these forces and thus remain confused, angry, stuck, or closing your eyes and wishing it to be all over. Flowing from this perspective, I want to address the cosmic scenario being played out behind all these disaster events. First, what do we, human beings, feel 
when confronted with a problem, big or small. We are afraid. Being afraid, or fear itself, is an important and necessary reaction and feeling. It literally keeps us alive. Fear instantly tells us something is amiss and moves us into action. It can be a small uh-oh voice that tells you you may have left the stove on, so you turn around and go back. Or it could be a big, giant, screaming, hey, that causes you to suddenly slam on the brakes when you caps, uh, catch a glimpse of a pedestrian at your car's side. Either way, you just saved yourself and the other hapless party. This is fear, and it is constantly on the alert to protect you 24-7, from danger, from strangers, and even from yourself when you make a mistake, slip, or fall. Make fear your friend, because fear keeps us on our toes. We are continually inventing ways to combat catastrophe, whether it is seat belts and airbags and all the new cars, or creating early warning signals for a hurricane or earthquake. This kind of fear we are okay with because we can, and usually do, do something about it, including not listening to fear and instead pushing it aside, invalidating the warning and compunction to act now. You say to yourself instead, there is something wrong but not dangerous. Right or wrong, in your estimation of the fearful situation, you are okay to live with the consequences of your decision. But what about that overwhelmingly powerful, terrifying, fearful situation where you are unquestionably outnumbered and about to be undone, like a forest fire, tsunami, earthquake, volcano eruption, typhoon, or hurricane that is destroying everyone and everything in its path? What is the best way to respond while this is happening? And afterwards, when it's over and the city, town, or your own home has to be rebuilt. You have nothing right now and you have to start over. Doesn't this all feel so, so big? Yes, it is big. So what do we humans do when we feel so small next to something so big? We feel out of control. So we panic. Oh, I'm wrecked. We blame. It's my fault. I should have. Or it's their fault, whoever they are. We run away and hide. I wish I was dead. We feel and act helpless. I can't do this. Then, at some point, we try to regain control. We actually must. Otherwise, we are really lost. At this point, the idea of God may come into the picture. This disaster, whatever it is, is the will of God, or Yahweh, or Allah. We are being punished for our sins. It's the gay people. It's because of them that we suffer. Believe it or not, words like these were just pronounced last month about the September 28, 2018 disaster in Indonesia, where a 7.5 earthquake, followed by a tsunami and landslides, hit the people on the island of Sulawesi. 1,500 people died. 61,000 were displaced, thousands of buildings were destroyed, and 1.5 million people were affected. A week later, on October 5th, 
its neighboring country, Malaysia, cited the tragedy as Allah's punishment for the vices and sins of queer people. In a sermon sent by the Islamic Religious Department, which is responsible for enforcing Islamic law, quote, We are always under the observation of Allah, the Creator. Whatever calamity that befalls humans must have its reasons, whether realized or not. What is certain, no ruin is imparted but for humans' own cruelty. Unquote. What do they mean? This cruelty means uh, to them forms of vices and sins like eliciting, uh, listing illicit sex, lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender people, and not covering up, meaning women showing skin. These are some examples. The sermon also lamented that some quarters are defending drug abuse, usury, consensual sex, and the menace of LGBT as just personal vices and sins that should not be punished by law. This broad and sweeping condemnation came two weeks after two lesbian women were caned for engaging in lesbian sex, part of an anti-LGBT campaign under the auspices of the newly elected Malaysian Prime Minister, Matahir Mohamed, who uh, made a stunning election uh, setback, similar in significance to Brexit and Donald Trump. As for God, our fate is surrendered to an immortal, all-knowing, almighty, and all-good being, but who is yet hard to please and a ruthless punisher of sins. In the past and for centuries, LGBT people would be gathered up, imprisoned, tortured, and burned to death to appease this wrathful God in order to prevent such disasters. Here in the U.S., where same-sex marriage is now legal, these same kinds of pronouncements blaming LGBT people for natural disasters are not made as loudly as in Malaysia, but they are made. Among the top seven natural disasters accounted to LGBT people cited by some Christians were 2011, the earthquake and tsunami in Japan, in 2012, Hurricane Sandy in New York, 2015, Hurricane Joaquin in Hawaii, 2017, Hurricane Harvey in Texas. In each, the disaster is attributed to LGBT people. Why? Christianity, Judaism, and Islamism, all Abrahamic religions, base their religious anti-gay views on the same religious text source, the interpretation of the story of Sodom and Gomorrah. But it was only in the 4th century, in the Common Era, under the Roman Emperor Constantine, following his conversion to Christianity in 312, that a sin became a crime. Before this, it was Christians who were scapegoated for disasters, like Mount Vesuvius, that when it erupted and destroyed Pompeii in 79 CE, as well as various plagues from 80 to 255 CE. Constantine decreed tolerance for all religions, but his conversion opened the door to Christianity. Eventually, the Roman Empire became officially Christian, coinciding with and leading to attacks on non-Christian practices 
especially Roman pagan and Jewish religions. Once the merger of church and state were complete, however, a religious sin became a crime punishable by law. In Christian countries, homosexual practice became defined in law as a threat to the common good, to the state as well as to the soul, and those who engaged in it were the cause of social, civil, and natural disaster. In terms of natural disasters, Roman Emperor Justinian signed into law in 527 CE a law specifically blaming homosexuals. Quote, because of such crimes, there are famines, earthquakes, and pestilences. Unquote. His solution was to arrest homosexuals and, quote, inflict on them extreme punishments so that the city and state may not come to harm by reason of such wicked deeds. Unquote. Homophobia of an intensity never seen before in Western culture was now institutionalized as the law of the land. So while it may seem far-fetched now to believe that the simple existence of LGBT people causes natural disasters, such anti-gay beliefs were the deeply felt, promulgated, and practiced laws of the land for over a thousand years and kept firmly in place until mass education and science were established with the age of reason. Even so, only in the past 50 years have LGBT people been able to safely come out of the closet where they have had to hide for over a thousand years. Why do such extreme views attributing natural disasters to gays still have prominence? And from the example cited above, such homophobia is no longer from the fringe, but coming now from the centers of society. Just as how many people were astonished to see a white supremacist rally gather thousands in an open display, homophobia, especially public and politically backed forms of it, is also dramatically on the rise. Why? Fear. Fear is the common denominator in all these situations. Fear of power, especially overwhelming natural power that humans cannot contain. Fear of a runaway climate brought on maybe by our own misuse of our technology and natural resources. Fear of a God who delivers punishment to sinners. Or fear of a God that knows all anyway, so you have to leave everything up to him. In any case, you either believe in an all-good God to whom you surrender and submit, or in an all-good human race that does not and may never exist. So, which way forward? What looks like an unsolvable problem is not when seen from the powerful cosmic energies behind it all, like a Zen koan, which is an unsolvable mental paradox if approached by only mental logic, you must look inside to your own inner wisdom for the truth. I have said before, and will continue to repeat, since December 12, 2012, the age of Aquarius began thus marking a new 5,200-year epoch of co-creation, collaboration, 
nurturance, and an entirely new consciousness which awaits the human species to claim. All the universal cosmic forces are coming into alignment to bring this transformation about. This is why there is a polarization. Which way forward? We must choose. And in the case of natural disasters, where all established paths keep going in circles, a new path must be charted instead. How? Start with making friends with fear. Heed fear's warnings, but do not succumb to it. Make friends with death. Accept it. Death is inevitable and a necessary stage in the never-ending process of life itself. Without an ending, there would never be a new beginning. Human beings are really spiritual beings on a human journey. And it's a journey that is a never-ending process of evolution and transformation. In each life, we learn how to do and be. At the end of that lifetime, we leave our body behind and take another and continue that process. Societies and cultures have changed and improved from the past because we, human beings, changed and improved, although largely through mistakes, but we improved. The idea that we have only one life and that there is only heaven or hell is a complete lie. But this lie serves a purpose. It keeps us locked down, out of fear, to some outside authority until we realize otherwise. That time of realization on a global scale is now. One of the places to find answers is the cosmic human roadmap in the stars. Look up and read it. The ancients have left codes to decipher its movements. It is there for any and all to see. When you do, you will not only see your path, but the global transformation we are all undergoing. This epical shift is bringing out the best and the worst in humankind. Some people are preparing for the shift by opening their hearts and minds and embracing this new age. Some people are intimidated by the changes and they don't that they don't understand and want to return to a quote-unquote golden age somewhere in the past or want to just circle the wagons and trust only those who are like themselves. Trump and others like him who rampage about and through fear are perfect examples of the latter. The choice to begin this process of transformation is a simple yes. The future is at hand. Join with us at Inner Beauty Healing and move with the cosmic forces of transformation. So, let's end this podcast with a short meditation. Take off your shoes if you can. Shake out your hands and arms. Close your eyes and take a deep breath slowly and more deeply each time. There we go. Now bring to your mind and heart a picture, feeling, or memory of you. The most personal or important, the better. Keeping yourself in mind, 
and rubbing your hand in a circle over your heart. Say yes to yourself as I say out loud. May I be well, happy, and peaceful. May no harm come to me. May no difficulties come to me. May I always meet with success. May I also have the patience, understanding, and compassion to meet and overcome the problems, disappointments, and failures inevitable in life. With this attention to yourself, feel yourself filled with patience, understanding, and compassion. Let that be your inner being. Feel the warmth that comes with compassion. Feel the confidence that comes with understanding. And feel the peacefulness that comes with patience. Patience, understanding, and compassion. Now take a big breath and extend those feelings to all beings, all animals, all plants, all minerals, all elements in all places, spaces, and times. And say yes to yourself as I say aloud, may we all be well, happy, and peaceful. May no harm come to us. May no difficulties come to us. May we always meet with success. May we also have the patience, understanding, and compassion to meet and overcome the problems, disappointments, and failures inevitable in life. Now take one slow, deep breath, and with one deep bow, say yes, as I say, may we all have unconditional acceptance of each other. May we all accept things just as they are. This moment is just as it is. Now take a deep breath of gold energy at the top of your head. It's right there just for you. Just breathe it in. And then bend over. Let the excess energy come out the top of your head. Let your head dangle. Touch the ground if you can. And when you're ready, sit up and open your eyes. Where do you go from here? If you like my talk and meditation and want to be part of a circle of other fellow travelers, we offer mentorship, training, and healing through various inner beauty healing programs and memberships. Lastly, at any time, you can go to our website and sign up for our free newsletter. You'll receive our complimentary New Moon and Full Moon podcast and get the latest Cosmic Politics podcast and blog. Go to our site, Inner Beauty Healing US, that is www.innerbeautyhealing.us. See yourself from the inside out and become empowered in your grace, beauty, and power. Blessings.